this is the Pie Boy Podcast. Hey, it's Sparky. Welcome back. So, got another poem Friday for you this week. So, I'm trying a new form. Um, a good friend of mine that I've been doing a little bit of writing with and bouncing ideas back and forth with, as far as poetry goes, uh, challenged me with a new form. Um, usually, most of my stuff is free form, so it's it's fun to sharpen. Um, my skills and trying new things and I uh, just want to share what I've been working on so it's a contrapuntal poem so you can google that look that up do a little bit of homework it's kind of fun so the whole idea of it is that you're weaving so you're going to be weaving two different poems together uh, and it's kind of part of it is a visual thing so you're going to have it maybe as far as the form be like one stanza of the first poem is like uh, highlighted and then the next one is italicized or a different kind of font or something so you visually see that it's different but you write it in a way that you're weaving the things and you can show and tell that they're different but somehow they work together but they also work separately it's like two different i look at it as like two different narratives two different stories weaving and i've done writing exercises with storytelling where you weave um, stories and the plots and the symbols and the meaning and stuff so it's very fun and interesting all right, let's get into it. So this poem right now is called Underwater Basket Weaving, which is a funny joke that my dad used to say was his uh, college major uh, because he was kind of a stoner and uh, party boy and joker, um, part-time, uh, full-time pie boy. And when he was at Clackamas Community trying to pitch, uh, for the baseball team and go to school, get his grades up so he could go to a bigger school. He, like, I swear that he, like, said this was true that you could major in underwater basket weaving, which I wouldn't know what that is, what it would even look like. But, it's, but I'm pretty sure now that it is a made up thing. And I remember hearing a baseball coach at a when I was growing up at Oregon City, say the same thing. So it must have been something from like the 60s or 70s, some goofy saying that people would say. But it made sense in this, what I was writing about. So underwater basket weaving. <clears throat> I saw this man screaming in his car. No one could hear him. We could all hear him, though. Deep in a rage and triggered. Traffic happens every day, pal. Something about it brings out the pain of daily struggle and lifelong traumas. Sometimes what you see is not really what you are seeing. When you see a bare ass on the corner and we all laugh together, those things make me hungry for life. Make me full. 
make me feel full, makes me feel thankful. Stories make my dreams come true. Anger makes us distant, like our problems are so much farther out in a galaxy far, far away, but they are not. They just hurt more and provoke us to want to be left alone. Stop talking. Stop laughing. Stop rubbernecking. Stop being afraid. No, you can't help right now. I want to be left alone, even though we both know we are never alone. Seeing my baby smile in the rear view mirror tells me everything will be okay. Makes me see the light in the world changes my being. Listening to my gram talk about her makes me laugh, cry, and understand what I meant to her growing up. This baby is the come up and the payoff. Sometimes the pain pounds in my head like a rock concert, not a headache. More like the Nirvana concert of my dreams. The volume turned way up, thrashing and smashing, moshing to beat hell, blowing out the speakers of my lifetimes and hard times. The guitar riff defines my feelings. The drums like a beating heart. The bass line reminds me I'm not alone, and I don't want to feel this way anymore. Graham has always told me to say thank you. No matter what goes down, thank you for the lessons. Thank you for the help. Thank you for not helping. Thank you for fucking up. Thank you for not listening. Thank you for doing the right thing. Thank you for doing nothing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I learn this lesson when I can, and my heart is open. So, don't want to explain it too much. I want people to do their own work here. But ideas that I was playing with were anger and gratitude. And right now, in the current state of the world, I think that's the struggle for struggle and challenge for everyone to deal with anger and to try to be grateful and deal with all the emotions going on and try to be thankful and learn something from them. It's got me all worked up doing these poetry things and sharing these things. Um, I don't think enough guys like myself, share their feelings like this. And writing them for me is much easier than talking to other people. And I know I'm talking to whoever is listening to this, but this is a big step. And hopefully I can help myself, but number one, but I'll also help other people to talk. And it's not just guys, but there's this weird ingrained societal thing about guys being tough and not having feelings or being seen as weak or symbolizing weakness, whatever that means. Fought against that my whole life and this is my time to, to
talk about it because I think it's some kind of awakening happening, not just for me, but a lot of people, a lot of guys, a lot of ages. We have more time because of the pandemic to sit with ourselves, let alone our people and things we have to do and want to do. So don't be scared to think about your anger, not just be angry. It's easy to be angry. It's hard to think about it. But it's easy to be grateful. You just got to take the time to do it. Easier said than done, but that's everybody's journey. You got to do it if you want. One step at a time. Thanks for listening. Happy Friday and happy hunting.